Hey guys, this is Dr. Allo. Welcome to my home gym. Now I built this before COVID, so don't freak out. This isn't anything exciting. I call this the Allo Gym, hence you know these shirts. I have a bunch of guys that train with me as well as my kids and you know athletes that I've coached. Um, it's a lot of fun in here. My philosophy for working out is very, very simple. <clears throat> Look at the links below and grab the exercises. I'm gonna go through all of them. There's a ton of exercise. You can download the cheat sheet and just start using them. Um, there's nutrition cheat sheets and exercise cheat sheets. You'll have the full program printed out nicely. You don't have to do a screen grab or try to freeze this or anything. So my philosophy is very simple. Number one, compound movements. We do not want to start with anything other than compound movements. There's really no need to do accessory movements. Accessory movements like a small, single uh, joint uh, movement, like a bicep curl. You're just bicep curling. You don't need to do that. Any pulling movement, whether it's pull-ups, lat pull-downs or rows or ball bear rows, deadlifts, whatever it is, you are using all of your muscles. You're gonna get the most gains by these heavy compound uh, movements. Compound just means multi-joint. So like uh, a bench press, for example. When you're laying flat on the bench, when you press it forward, you're using your shoulders, you're using your back to retract, you're using your biceps to slow it back down, your triceps even. You're using a lot of muscle groups. A squat, for example, you're holding the bar on your back and you're squatting down, you're using your legs, you're using your core, you're using your back, you're using your lats to keep the bar stuck onto your back. These are compound movements. This is gonna give you the most bang for your buck. And if you did just compound movements and nothing else, you will have incredible gains. There's just, there's just no way uh, around it. So definitely um, start with compound movements and I'll go through my exact program in a second here. Um, but definitely I believe in compound movements. I've had guys with me who weighed 160 pounds all and, and super skinny, no arms, no definition, nothing. As soon as we started doing compound lifts and they ate the correct amount of calories, um, they had tremendous, tremendous gains. Their arms grew. We never once did a bicep curl. Not once did a bicep or tricep, anything. Their arms were monster size. They look like the Hulk now. They, he, my, my one friend went from 160 pounds eating only like 14, 15, 1600 calories a day. We kept increasing his calories till he finally started gaining weight around 2,800, almost 3,000 blew up. He's been doing compound lifting with me for about two or three months, saw almost no visible changes. He did get stronger, but literally like looked exactly the same, super skinny kid. Finally increased his calories, um, did compound lifts still, and he blew up big chest, big arms, big everything. We never even once worked out any accessory body parts, no tricep curls, bicep curls, tricep pushdowns, none of that, and he grew um, and that's kind of what I, what I want to emphasize. Now, the other thing I want to emphasize, none of this matters if you're not eating correctly. If you're trying to lose weight, you have to cut calories. There's no way around it. Down below, I have a macro calculator or a nutrition uh, cheat sheet. Download that and get into it. Um, the exercise program is important, but number one, if we had to rank everything out of 195% of how you look and your body composition is your uh, food and nutrition. You have to eat less calories to cut your calories so you shave off the fat. Um, and then all this exercise matters because you'll, you'll like what you reveal under underneath. You'll have lots of big muscles. It'll uh, show that and you'll look really, really good and you'll be super, super happy. So that's kind of what I want um, to stress. Number one, get your nutrition down. Grab the, the, the nutrition thing down, down below. Number two, the exercise program has to match your goals. Now, if you just want to run and be aerobic and endurance, you can do that, but for most people who want to look really, really good, you have to adopt a program that matches your goals and it's a compound lifting program like we're gonna go through. So next we'll go to the 
wall. I have a wall up there that has all the exercises on it, and this is what me and my friends follow. There's a program that's three days, three days that keeps alternating, push, pull, legs, push, pull, legs, push, pull, legs. You take one day off or you don't take any days off if you don't want to. This hits most body parts twice a week, and if you keep going, three times in nine days, which causes immense growth. Frequency does cause tremendous growth. If you don't have that much time and you want to exercise just once a week, I have an outline that's highlighted in red. The red stars are for the once a week people. You go in, you do it once a week, you do these two sets of everything once a week, you should be fine. You can eventually increase that to two or three times a week and then if you can, eventually go to a push-pull legs program, which is what I've been doing. Lots of research, pros and cons on all of these things. This is what I found works, has a lot of research behind it and I think most people will benefit from it and like it. So that's what I do. I'm going to also have some exercise demonstrations as we kind of go along. Um, not for everything, but there, there is most, most of the stuff should be on there. It's all basic stuff. You don't need that much equipment. You need a barbell, a squat rack, a, a bench, and some dumbbells. And if you don't have that, you could probably get away with bands. And I have some stuff you could, you could do with bands. You could probably adapt most of this to bands. Not going to give you the heavy, heavy compound lifting, but it can come close. If you have access to a gym, since gyms are most likely open now, you could definitely do that just about uh, anywhere. All right, we'll move to the next part of this uh, video. All right, so in this portion, I'm going to go over all of my exact plan and exact exercises that I do. Now, don't worry, in the link below, I'll give you a link to download this whole thing in a nice PDF format where, with a program and how you can follow it. So I basically followed a push-pull legs program, and that's what I have all my guys do. That's what I usually have all my trainers do. It's a little more advanced. If you're a beginner, if you start with a once a day, once a week full body workout, which we'll get to, um, this is a good place to start for most people. So this is the push day in this first column, the pull day in the next column, and the legs in the next column. So push is any exercise that you're pushing weight away from your body. So like bench press, overhead press, uses your triceps too. This is basically what we call uh, push day. It's basically your chest, shoulders, um, and triceps, all right? So um, usually we start with the barbell flat bench press. Gives you the most bang for your buck, the most chest development. And we will have some videos to demonstrate these as we go along, or maybe I'll do them at the end. Next, um, after the barbell bench flat press, what we'll do is we'll do a flat dumbbell press and we'll alternate those. Sometimes we'll do incline dumbbell press um, or incline bar, uh, uh, barbell press. But basically you wanna start out with a flat bench press with the bar so it's stable and you press it. And then you use dumbbells which each one moves individually that is unstable and works all like the stabilizing muscles. And you wanna do heavy compound lifts. Start with a heavy weight that you can only do like four to maybe six reps. So shoot for like five where you might not even be able to get the sixth one up. Once you're getting up to like 10 or so, switch. And we'll get into the phases next. There's two phases uh, of this program. So we're just going over the exercise now. So first of all, push is gonna be the barbell bench press, the incline dumbbell press, or a flat bar uh, dumbbell press, flat dumbbell press. Overhead press is where you hold the bar and you press it overhead. This works out your lateral shoulders, a little bit anterior. Even with the bench press, you work out your anterior deltoids your shoulders, um, lateral dumbbell raises. This is where you hold dumbbells and you bring them up like this. Now you don't want to like shrug or use your body and move around too much. You want to try to stand up straight, retract your shoulder blades and use only your lateral shoulder muscles. You might have to lower the weight 
to do that. And then cable flies. This is with bands or a cable machine. You just go like this and you try to like pump up your chest a little bit afterwards. It doesn't have to be as heavy. We call those like finishing exercises or you cause metabolic damage or metabolic uh, exercises. Next is the pull day. This is anything you're pulling towards your body. So like you, you grab a cable machine and you pull it towards you like, a, like a, a cable row or a lat pull down or a pull up. You're pulling up. You're pulling yourself up to the bar. You're pulling. Um, so we start with deadlifts, which is when you, I'll show you a, a video, but you go down and you pick up weight. It uses your back, your, your lower back, your shoulders, most of your back, legs a little bit or a lot maybe. Um, but it's a, it's a good place to start. Or a barbell row. Barbell row is another huge one. This is the one where you're kind of bent over, you're holding the barbell and you're just like pulling it up. Um, you can do them as pendulet rows, which is the barbells all the way down. You're like leaning almost all the way down onto the ground. Um, you start with deadlifts, then we do pull-ups. You grab a bar and you pull up. Even if you can only do one or two, start there. Now, if you're, if you're really out of shape and can't even do one, then definitely maybe start with a lat pull-down, which is the next exercise. Just grab a bar put on 80 or 100 pounds or whatever it is and pull it down. If you can't lift yourself up with a pull-up, it sort of translates into it and eventually hopefully the idea is that you'll be able to do that. Um, the low row, like a cable row, this is the one where you sit down on the ground, you pull a cable back or you pull it towards you, works out your middle back, your lats. You wanna make sure you're like rotating your lats back. You don't wanna just be pulling with your, with your uh, biceps, you wanna be doing like a full pull with your lats, which are these muscles back here. Um, Next is the barbell row, which we kind of talked about. A dumbbell row could be next, where you hold a dumbbell and you, you're bent over. And you won't be able to see me on the screen, but you pull the dumbbell up. You're rowing it up while you're kind of bent over. And then a landmine row. This is, uh, I don't know if we have a demonstration of this available, but I'll show you. This is where you attach a landmine or a barbell, put it in a corner, put it on the ground. You have weights on the other side and you're rowing it up. Sort of like a dumbbell row for the most part. Some people like those. Um, and then next is legs day. This is basically what it is. It's legs, anything involving the legs. So what I like to do is do quads first. So like squats, squats is always first. And then very stiff-legged deadlifts. Not the usual kind of Romanian deadlift that you see where the knees are slightly bent or pretty bent, sort of like a good morning almost. You wanna do them very stiff-legged and I'll show you a video of that. But the more stiff-legged it is, the more your hamstrings are in the most stretched position. And when they're in the most stretched position, you get more range of motion and you get a much, much better uh, workout and hypertrophy or strength for your, for your legs. Um, so these are kind of the three main ones, squats, stiff-legged deadlifts. If I only had to pick two, those would be the two I do. Then we do something called the hip thrust and we have a machine for that. Or you could use a barbell on a bench and you thrust forward, you lift up the weight off the ground, you thrust forward. You can do lots and lots of weight for this. Um, then you could do leg curls, leg extensions, walking lunges are huge for unilateral kind of movement or like a Bulgarian split squat almost. Now, this top half is what you would do on a normal day. You have 30 to 40 minutes, maybe an hour. You would do as many sets of these and we'll get into that. Many sets of these, many sets of these. If time permits or you have more time or you're more in a hypertrophy phase, which we'll get into later, you can do tricep pushdowns with a bar where you, you do triceps. You can do barbell curls or barbell, you know, bicep curls over here under the pull days. Um, and you can do floor dumbbell presses, flat bench dumbbell presses, tricep overhead uh, where you grab the rope or, or something and you, and you do these or like a skull crutcher or any kind of like, you know, overhead extended uh, type movement with your triceps. For pull day, you do the bicep curls. You could do it with a bar or a rope or a barbell, dumbbells, however you want to do it. You could do hammer curls next. 
um, band pull-aparts where you grab a band and you pull them apart. This works out your rear, your rear deltoids. Very, very tiny, small muscle group here. You want to make sure when you're doing these, you're not down here doing them because then you're using your lats. You want to be up here doing them, which makes them harder and you got to do less weight. But you could do face pulls too. You could grab a rope on a cable and do face pulls where you pull the rope this way and you spread it apart. Keep your keep your arms high and try to get it to your to your forehead when you're doing these. You could do these also like bent over with dumbbells as well, but keep your arms uh, up. Don't keep them down, otherwise it becomes more of a lateral uh, or middle back kind of exercise. Um, band pull-aparts and rear delt flies, which we kind of touched on. On leg day, if you have more time, you would do more squats or more stiff like a deadlifts or more hip thrusters. Those are kind of the main things. I have a section here that says star. The starred parts are red for full body. Now, if you only have one day a week to do this, full body would be on push day would be the barbell flat bench press, which gives you the most bang for your buck. And there are days when I just come in and do 10 sets of flat bench, and that's it. You can do overhead press and a flat dumbbell press. That gives you kind of a little bit of everything. Um, on pull day, you do deadlifts, a low row, and a lat pull down. That gives you this movement, the overall pushing and hip hinging with the lower back and the deadlift, as well as some kind of low row for your lats. This is one day, uh, if you're doing this just one day a week, you do like two sets of each of these and you're done. And the next would be squats, deadlifts, and hip thrusts. Do two sets of each, pick a heavy weight, do the squats, do the, do the uh, stiff-legged deadlifts, and do the hip thrusts. And that's kind of it. Now, I usually break this up into two phases. In phase one, which is the top half, this is what I call the strength phase. You do five sets of five reps. Pick a weight that's heavy enough that you can only do five total reps. So if you're doing that bench press and you're cranking out eight, nine, 10, increase the weight till you're getting only uh, five uh, or reps or something. The next phase, we do this for like two or three months, usually around three, 12 weeks, 16 weeks, something like that. Next is the hypertrophy phase where you're doing four sets of each of these, but you're adding in some of these. These are called accessory movements where you're doing curls and body parts, you know, you know, small movements, lateral flies, whatever. Um, really small muscle groups, hypertrophy phase, you do four sets of eight to 12 reps. You wanna pick a rep range, the weight's slightly lower, or since you built up strength, it might be the same way, but now you can do it eight to 12 times. Um, you do that. Now, before you do all of this, if you haven't worked out in ages and you're a couch potato and you, you're just starting new, you don't want to start with the five by five, you know, heavy sets. You want to start with just warm up. You can start with the lower weight. Just get your body used to the movement. Do the cable rows that you can do maybe 10, 15 times. Lat pull downs 10, 15 times. Pick something for probably like two to three weeks where you can kind of ease your way into this. Then hit the heavier strength phase for the next three months. And then go back to a hypertrophy phase for three months. And just keep alternating those. Once you do, let's say you can only bench press 150 pounds. You do that five times. When you switch to hypertrophy, now you're able to do it six, seven, eight, nine, 12 times. Next time you go to strength phase, you have to increase the weight to like, let's say 170 maybe to get only five reps. So you keep alternating back and forth between the two and that should give you really, really, really good growth. And that's kind of all of it. And like I said, there's gonna be a link down below. You can download the PDF, um, implement this program. I guarantee you, you'll see results. Obviously none of this matters if you aren't eating correctly. If you're obese and overweight, you have to cut your calories. This still works if you're quite obese um, and need to do this. Now if you're super lean as it is, 10, 15% body fat, for men or like 15 to 20 for women, you probably want to maintain, increase your calories to a maintenance level and then start doing this. Your gains will go up. Your body fat percentage will go down. If you want to bulk, you got to really increase your calories um, by quite a bit and start doing this. Most people probably fall into one of those three categories, either need to lose weight, maintain, or cut. 
we can get into details uh, about that. But this is kind of what it is. And, and there, is a, there is a cheat sheet you can download with a calculator. Um, all of them will be linked below that you can put in your macros, put in your weight, height, sex, whatever. Calculate how many calories you need to eat to lose, lose weight so that you can you know, get the most benefit. out. I, I worked out for years, never lost a single pound, but definitely got stronger, but still was you know, fat. I always tell people, what's the point of uh, benching 300 pounds if you also weigh 300 pounds or squatting 300 pounds if you also weigh 300 pounds? I don't want to be that person. I want to weigh between 160 to 200, maybe 205, lean, cut, fit, lifting heavy weights, being strong. Now, I'm not going to be the strongest person on earth. I'm not a strong man. You'd have to weigh a lot to do that, and I'm not going to be that person. But this is a great program to implement that you could probably do for the rest of your life depending on who you are if you get super advanced later on we'll, we can get into details but if you keep alternating phase one and phase two strength and hypertrophy back and forth back and forth you'll do really really well so i hope you enjoyed this grab the links below download all this stuff and start using it all right so this is the bench press um, this works out your chest mainly um, you'll notice when I'm pressing, my elbows are down here. If you got your elbows flared out here, you're going to tear your shoulders up and cause injury. So once you bring the bar forward, you have your elbows out here. Now, I will mention your shoulder blades have to be fully retracted when you're in the on the bench. Um, if you're rolled out like this and you're benching like this, you're basically just using a very small muscle called your deltoid, and you're not really working out your pectoral muscles. So you want to be fully retracted, and you want to bench press like this. That's the key. To actually using the pectoral muscles in the bench. So here's what we do. We lay down, get set up. You want, you want the bar uh, to be just above your eyes, you know, maybe on your forehead. Um, you grip the bar, squeeze the bar really, really tight. You got a little bit of an arch in your back so you can slide your hand a little bit under here. My shoulders are retracted. They're not flat. You know, this way would be like completely flat. They're completely retracted. I grab the bar just just so that my arms are parallel when they're down here. You don't want to be grabbing it narrow so you're like this or too wide so you're like this. So you grab somewhere on the bar, squeeze the bar really tight like you're going to bend it, push it up and bring it forward so that your elbows are in that position we talked about. They're not flared out, out here. They're not like too far down this way. They're kind of at 45 degrees. Retract your shoulder blades. You bring the bar down and then back up, down and then back up. And then when you're done, you rack it and stop. And that's how you perform the bench press. All right, the next exercise is the incline bench press. Same basic setup as the bench press. You lay back, grab the bar, same place, arch your back, get that retraction of your shoulder blades, lift the bar up, you bring it forward a little, bring it down onto your chest, and back up again. Keep your shoulders as retracted as possible, and this is basically how you do it. And then you rack it back up again. And that's how you perform the incline press. Now, if you don't have a barbell, you can obviously do both of these with dumbbells. You can hold a dumbbell in each arm and do them on the flat bench as well as in the incline uh, position. This works out your anterior deltoids a little more and your upper pecs as well as your whole pectoral girdle. So this next exercise is called the overhead press. This is where you hold the bar like this. You lift it overhead. This works out most of your shoulders. It's the single best uh, shoulder exercise. So you grab the bar uh, somewhere around the rings. You, you, you pull it off the rack. You step back a little. And then you step back a little. And you press it up over your head. 
Um, your head comes in a little bit. As you bring the bar down, your head goes back. Go back in a little bit and then bring it back. And then when you're done, you rack it. This is an excellent exercise for your shoulders. It kind of hits all the heads of the shoulders except the rear deltoid. So it hits the anterior and the lateral deltoids very, very well. Um, it's a great compound movement, just like the bench press, the squat, and the deadlift. It works out a lot of different muscle groups. Then um, you can obviously overload these by adding more weight. And that is how you perform the overhead press. Next is the, st is the regular standard deadlift. Um, these are excellent. Um, there's different ways you can do them to emphasize your glutes. If you do them sumo stance, where you grab the bar like this and pull it up, and they emphasize your glutes a lot more. If you do them the standard way, they're more of a hip hinge back and leg uh, exercise. So standard way you would do it, the bar is right here. You step up to the bar, it's over the middle of your foot, your shins are about an inch away from the bar. As soon as you bend down to grab the bar, your shins are now touching the bar. Um, you get a really strong grip, just like with everything else. You get your butt down, don't be like this. Some people do it with their butt up and I don't know what they're doing. Um, you also don't wanna have your butt down too much and your back arch too much. You, you wanna take the slack out of the shoulder girdle. You wanna retract your shoulder blades. You wanna be uh, have your arms just function as a, as a, like a uh, connection point. Some people have their arms bent or they have their arms like, you know, loose. You want your arms straight, get your butt down, arch your back, try to face your chest to the mirror or the wall, and then you stand up, and then you have to finish with that final hinge uh, with your glutes. And then, same thing, you slide it down your legs, touch the ground, pick it back up again. Same thing, get it to the ground, reset, pick it back up again. And that's kind of the how you do the deadlift. All right, the next exercise is the lat pull down. This is if you can't do pull-ups, you would do this instead. So the lat pull down, you grab the bar and I'm grabbing it here. I'm not grabbing it all the way wide on the bent portion because you lose a little bit of range of motion on your lats. So you arch your back, you puff up your shoulders, you pull it down, you retract your shoulder blades. And the last motion, when it comes down, you, you imagine puffing your chest out to it. So you pull it down like this and then puff your chest out to it. Um, some people you see them just kind of going like this or like this. You don't want to do that. You want to get it all the way down, puff your chest out to it. Um, if you hold the bar too wide on the bent portion, some people, you know, you'll see them grab it here. It's not wrong. You can modify it, but you don't get um, as much range of motion, at least for me. You know, my shoulders are not wide, as wide, and most people probably are like me. When you pull it this way, you can get all the way lower. When you're out here, you can't get down uh, as far. And that's basically how you perform the lat pull down. The next exercise is a cable row. All right, this is same kind of concept. You want to arch your back, you grab the bar, and you imagine dragging your elbows on the ground. You want to like rotate into your lats. The motion is a rotation. It's not just going like this, then you're just working out your biceps. I mean, it is a good bicep workout. So you grab the handle, get it back, arch your back, puff your chest out to it again, retract your shoulder blades, and you wanna imagine dragging your elbows on the ground. If you're doing it like this, and you're rotating your lats, that's fine. Now you can let your shoulders go forward and lose that retraction if you want full range of motion. But in the beginning, I usually teach people just to keep your back arched, puff your chest out, and use just your lats to do it. And your biceps obviously are very active when we do this. And that's pretty much the exercise. There's not, 
You can modify it by using the lat pull down bar and doing it like a row like this. It becomes almost like a barbell row. Or you could put this narrow grip at the top and do lat pull downs like this as well. There's different ways to modify it. Um, but that's basically how you do a seated cable row. Now you wanna use heavy weights on these obviously. Otherwise it just becomes a row like a rowing machine and you're just doing cardio. Um, we wanna actually lift heavy weights and not do cardio with weights. So you gotta increase the weight so you can only do that four to six reps or the eight to 12 rep range. So next is the pull-up. This is the hardest uh, body weight exercise there is. Like most people can do like body weight squats, body weight push-ups, but a pull-up is really, really hard. Pulling yourself up with uh, pull-up is very, very difficult. Um, but I'm gonna demonstrate it. I just had shoulder surgery, so I might not be able to do it. Um, I haven't done this in probably seven months. But basically, you go to the pull-up bar, or you can hang these up in your household anywhere, hop up to it, and you want to go from a dead hang and get your chin above the bar. Go all the way down, dead hang, full range of motion, and then all the way up to the bar. That's how you perform it properly. Um, you don't want to be doing like swinging motions or not coming up, not coming down all the way. You want to go from a dead hang where your arms are all the way down and pull yourself all the way up till your chin uh, is above the bar. It's a great back exercise. Obviously it works out your biceps uh, as well. Uh, but it's also a pretty much a full body kind of exercise or sort of like a compound uh, movement. But that's how you perform it properly. All right, this next one is called the barbell row. This works out most of your back. You would set the bar up like this on uh, the safety bars. You grab the bar just outside of your thighs. You know, you got the bar just outside of your thighs. Too wide and it becomes mostly a shrug or like a trap. You're working on your traps. So you want to get the bar just outside your thighs. You take a step back and you bent over like in a very uh, athletic stance. And you, what you want to do is pull the bar up to your stomach, kind of hits your belly or right under your belly button, and you, and you go like this. This is the barbell row. It's, a, it's an excellent compound movement because you're using your legs, you're using your abs, you're using your lower back. All of those muscle groups are active trying to do this. Now, another way to do it called the pendulet row, where you have the bar like on the ground, assuming there's weight plates on here. You stand like this and you, you go like this. This is the opposite of a bench press. You can hold it a little wider even um, and you bring it up to your chest, almost where the bar would hit your chest if you were doing a chest press. And that would be called the pendulet row. Both of these exercises work out your back very, very well and they're compound movements and they're very easy to do. You just need a barbell and some weights. So that's how you do the barbell row. All right, next I'm gonna be demonstrating a squat and you need, to, you need a side angle for this one because it's important to see that the bar path goes straight up and down and I'll put some lines on here um, in the editing. So the barbell squat works out mostly your quads. All right, it's an X, it's an all around body movement because you need your abs to stay tight, your lower back, your glutes and hamstrings as well. Your lats need to be engaged, your arms need to be pulling the bar down onto your traps all of those movements, that's why it's a compound movement. Um, you use all of these various muscle groups to, to do a squat. It's also a very functional, it's a very um, foundational movement. Everybody in their life has to go down and squat and grab something. So it's, it's very, very important to be able to do this. A lot of my elderly patients um, have trouble with that. So this is one way to strengthen that. So what you do is, you, I would obviously have weights on here. You come up to the bar, you put, your, you put your hands in the position about the same width that you would for a bench press. You get right underneath the bar. Don't, don't be like leaning forward at it. You get right underneath it 
you hold the bar onto your traps and you, you pull down with your arms. So my arms, my arms are pulling down and engaging my lats. You back out, um, you take a deep breath and hold it, take a deep breath and hold it, and then you squat down so that your knees are below parallel. You want your knees either parallel or just below parallel. You don't want to do a half squat or a partial squat. You want to get down as low as you can. All right, and the key with these, when you get down, uh, sometimes you'll do pause squats where you hold or you bring it up. If you don't have any more weights or you ran out of weights and you can't do any more, you can do pause squats, but you want the bar to travel straight up and down. If you watch the bar, you also don't want your heels to come off the ground. Sometimes people's heels come off the ground when they go down. You want your heels just to stay where they are. The bar goes up and down. You walk back, set it down, and that is how you perform the basic squats. All right, so the next exercise, after we've done squats for the quads, I like to do a very, very different kind of stiff-legged deadlift. Um, these are like super stiff-legged. Most people, when they do stiff-legged deadlifts, it's more of a Romanian deadlift, and they're kind of just going like this. I actually like your legs to be completely stiff. When you go down with very stiff, almost completely locked knees, you go down and you lift the bar up. You actually imagine yourself going out with your butt. You're going out with your butt, and let the bar take you down, and then you explode up. This is using your hamstrings and glutes exclusively. Um, if you do it as a Romanian style with your knees a little bit bent and you're going down and picking it up, it doesn't isolate the, the hamstrings and glutes as much. So we definitely want to isolate the hamstrings and glutes. So same way you'd set up uh, a normal deadlift. You, you uh, walk up to the bar, your shins are about an inch away, you bend down. Once you bend down, your shins are touching. Um, you first stand up like a normal deadlift, right? But then what happens afterwards is you go, you push your butt back, you push your butt back, and then explode up. Keep your knees locked, because it's very stiff-legged. Go down, and then back, all right? And then you set it down like normal. If you've never done this type of stiff-legged deadlift, you're gonna have a whole lot of soreness in your hamstrings and your glutes. So that is the way I teach the stiff-legged deadlifts, because we've done the front with the squats, and now we've done the back of your legs or the posterior chain uh, with the very stiff-legged deadlifts. All right, so next is the walking lunge. Now, everything that we've done so far uh, is in this plane. You, you're doing this, you're doing up, you're squatting, you're deadlifting, you're stiff-legged deadlifting. None of it was in a different plane where the two legs are separated or to the side. So walking lunge, we call those unilateral movements. Walking lunge is a very important unilateral movement. Normally, um, you could, if you're a beginner, you do it without weights. You, you are just standing. Uh, in, in an area, you reach out with the front leg so that there's a 90 degree bend here. You don't want to be short. You don't want to be like this so that there's way too much bend and you don't want to be so far that you, you can't even take a step. So you want, to, you want to take a pretty big step so that your leg is at 90 degrees. You, you can imagine this knee touching the ground. You don't have to, but you can touch the ground and then you do the next one and the next one. And, uh, and in the program, I say you want to go uh, 10 times um, back and forth. Um, that doesn't mean go back and forth 10 times. I mean, ten, take 10 steps, like take 10 of these, like this would be one, this would be two. Do 10 of those going in one direction and then 10 of those on the way back. Now you can make it harder by holding dumbbells. You could hold um, 10, 20, 30, 40 pound dumbbells in each hand and take your steps and do it. You could put a barbell on your back, which is the standard way they do it. Put a barbell on your back and do it. 
And that, those are the different ways that you can do walking lunges. If you haven't done them before, you're in for a surprise because they really, really hurt. All right, so I hope you enjoyed that. Once again, this is my program. This is exactly what I did uh, to grow muscle. I lost weight by cutting calories, obviously, but I grew muscle and grew strength this way, and you're gonna like how you look at the end. I got a lot of programs and a lot of free cheat sheets and a lot of free resources for you to download below. Grab those and uh, let's, get, let's get the party started. Let's get you getting more fit and more healthy. Cut your calories, adopt the proper exercise program and you're gonna look fantastic and love it. And this works for both males and females, children, adolescents, pretty much anybody. Enjoy.